So, this episode is dedicated to my late cousin, T-Dot. I just wanted to talk a little bit about it. This episode has nothing to do with gun violence, but I just wanted to address something that's been heavy on my heart this past few weeks. And what I wanted to say was that it is absolutely and incredibly sad to lose someone from a gun incident, from gun violence. And I just think that no matter what use people have for guns, they're still a violent weapon when put in the wrong hands. And I think that it doesn't matter whether it's black on black, white on white, black on white, white on black, Asian on black, black on Asian, white on Asian. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because whenever someone decides to take someone else's life, it's not just the person who died who suffered, because they're gone. It's the families that have to live without that person for the rest of their lives. And so I don't usually go into this direction when it comes to my podcasts. They're usually light and fluffy, which this one will be later on. But I just had to dedicate this to my cousin and to tell y'all out there who think that using a, using the kind of weapon like a gun to against our own flesh and blood, we are people. We have to stop. There has to be a point where we just stop. There shouldn't be any more. But like I said, we are people. We are humans and we will never be perfect. I wish that we could live in a world where this kind of thing doesn't exist. We could just talk it out instead of using our anger or our rage to harm one another. It's either you could talk it out or just walk away. There is no reason to take a life. There's absolutely no reason to do that. So, like I said, this episode is dedicated to him and dedicated to my family because we're going through a tough time and I just thought that I could say this and get it out there. Stay tuned for the episode. there katie time pod podcast fans it's honestly crazy to think that there was a time we didn't have any of the technology we have today and now we can't see a world where technology doesn't exist it's in everything we use and how we do things i'm literally using technology right now obviously but i'm just saying that it's in everything it's like math we use it every day right 
And I know that there are people out there that don't use technology, like the Amish, or people who just want to stay away from technology altogether and live out in some woods with the bare minimum of of ways to survive. But it's not like they don't know about technology, right? Like, everybody knows about it. It's people who use it and people who don't use it. But we've come so far and still have so far to go because there are a lot of technological things that have yet to be invented for the future. In the words of Mickey Mouse from Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, those are tools we can use later, right? It's true, technology has been updated and reinvented and modernized and it just keeps growing to be better than the years before us. And I, for one, am very thankful. You know, I'm thankful someone has taken the time to invent everything and create the tech we use today. Thankful for that. Very thankful for that. But we wouldn't be completely helpless if technology was going just to up and leave us one day, right? Like if all the everything that we've ever used now that is for our technological purposes just vanished or stopped working, we wouldn't be helpless. We just try and find a way to either make it work again or adjust because that's what we do. We adjust as human beings, we evolve, we keep moving forward, right? So, I mean, it would be a lot less cool if these things stopped working and we've lived without this stuff before, obviously. It's just 10 times better to have these things now, like cell phones, computers, cars, all that stuff. Laptops, iPads, all of it. Hoverboards. Well, their version of hoverboards anyway. And drones, big screen TVs, the list goes on. There are plenty of math and science museums to go to to learn the history of computers and technology and all that. Like I read that computers were made in the 1800s. Like, the, the invention of a computer was made in the 1800s, but then, like, the physical one that we sort of use today was in, like, the 1900s or something. Or something like that. And, I mean, to think about it, it's like, wow, you know, somebody's been working on this for over 200 years, and now it's in the palm of our hand. Like, I could use my phone to pretty much do everything I need it to do. The only thing... it can't do is feed me physically or give me something to drink physically i'd have to still use my phone to order something online to then use my card to pay for so you know it's it's getting there there was this magician that got famous on vine for his tricks and antics and he like made liquid look like it was coming out of a phone so i mean when if we get to that point where our phones will or what we live and die by, then I don't know what that says about us as a society. But as far as I can tell, I don't think I want my phone to start pouring out food or liquid drinks or anything. I'm I'm good on that. <laughs> I'm good. So the lot, I mean, so yeah, there's a lot of math and science museums that you can go to to learn stuff. Yeah, the last museum I went to, I was it was this summer we went to a it wasn't really a museum it was more like a house and you could see things 
that how things used to be back in the day. It was the John Brown estate in New York. He was a abolitionist. And it was that was pretty cool, like to see how he lived and how many people could live in his house. His house looked small from the outside. Um and it was pretty small on the inside too. But, you know, that's how he lived and he was a tall man, but it, it, it it's funny to see how far we've come. But other than that, the last science museum I went to was probably a few years ago when I went to the Natural History Museum in Washington, D.C. That place is massive. And there wasn't enough time in the day, at least for me, there wasn't enough time in the day to actually explore the entire place and really take in each exhibit fully. And I say that because, honestly, when I went there, I didn't get there when the place opened and by the time I did get there I think we like walked around a couple places and then we went to go get something to eat and then we went to a couple more places but there was still so much to see and then there are all these different interaction things that you could do so I feel like if I were to go back to the Natural History Museum I would have to like take time like if it if it's a week or whatever but like Go in and just do one exhibit at a time because you really want to take it in. You don't want to just like look and watch and I mean, look and and see what things are as you're like walking by. You really want to take in the history that the people took time to put in there. Um, and also, you know, it makes me think of Black Panther when. <laughs> when when Killmonger comes in and he's just like do you even know where you got this from like like I'll take it off your hands and she's like oh it's not for sale and he's like isn't it though isn't it because it wasn't for sale when you guys got it but here we are <laughs> like I, if that if that would happen in real life just someone walking into the museum like did you pay for this did you how did so-and-so acquire it someone found it and then they put it in the museum for us to see. And then you're taking claim of it so people come to your museum to see what you collected. Anyway, other than that, it's if you haven't been to the Natural History Museum, it's a wonderful place. It's very big. It's huge. You know, I, I don't really remember seeing old tech there. Like there could have been some things, but I don't remember. It was, I went in like 25th. I want to say maybe I don't remember I don't remember it I know I like I remember being there and seeing how big things were and everything but I just I don't remember every intricate detail of what I saw and that's the thing you got to keep going to these museums to see or you can take pictures but then that's that cuts out 75% of the fun of going to the museum so anyway I definitely need to go back sometime because it was a great experience from, from what I do remember. Watching TV shows growing up like the Jetsons really did make me believe in my future I'd see all kinds of text, like all, all these kinds of different texts that was in the show. And some of their technology has come to life in real life, like flat screen TVs and little tiny helper robots and smartwatches and all this different stuff but there's technology that I wish existed 
right now, today, that hasn't been invented yet or is in the works, but no one's saying anything. It's all hush hush. But technology I wish existed first off, off the back, off the rip, a time machine. Has anybody created that yet? Is that a thing? Did somebody make it? Not because I want to go back in time, like, on a loop. Like, I know that there's so many different consequences to changing history or whatever. But I honestly want to go to a time and see see things and, like, understand how we got this far and what things were left out that we didn't know about, that we don't know about today. Because the his- history is man's interpretation of what happened like there are some things that are true and factual but there are things that could have happened or or things that are omitted that that were burned or got destroyed in some way or form that we don't know about and i'd like to find out some of that stuff like real life everyday things that happened that we didn't know about that the history books can't tell us. And for me, growing up, I learned all of the basic stuff, like everybody else. I mean, well, not everybody else, because some people don't even know the basic stuff. But I learned a lot of the basic stuff every year growing up, like this, almost the same thing, same kind of history. And then when you get, when I got to college, there was some more stuff that I learned. And then just based on how social media has been doing out whatever kind of history or you know true fact checker stuff you really don't know unless you've been there so unless you were there or you have any kind of recollection from your grandparents or your great-grandparents of their stories and what they experienced it's really just up to interpretation sometimes like some of the history is up to interpretation but i really i really would love to see a gosh darn time machine that'd be great I mean, I think it's pretty much a given that we all want a DeLorean, right? Because it's not only a flying car, but it's also a gosh darn time machine. And you have to go 80 mile, 88 miles per hour to get it going. I know it needs like 1.2 gigawatts or whatever, 1.12 gigawatts and what all that, all that stuff. I understand that. But spoiler alert, I've gone 88 miles per hour before and haven't gone through time yet i just i guess i gotta put some of the gigawatts on my car or something and and somehow get it off the ground (laughs) i pretty much assume that elon musk has a time machine but he's not telling anybody because he's elon musk and why should he tell anybody either he has one or jeff the Amazon dude probably has one because he's worth so much gosh darn money. The people who are rich probably have probably have a time machine. And they're just not saying anything. Or it's in Area 51 with all the aliens. <laughs> no, I don't want to go into conspiracy theories because that just makes my mind hurt. But tech that should definitely exist this episode is all about tech that should be existing in the world for our enjoyment for our for our enjoyment i want to see like here's some tech that i want to see i want to see 
flying cruises like the one in the fifth element if you haven't seen the fifth element it's a pretty good movie with bruce willis and the chick from resident evil i'm not even gonna try to attempt to pronounce her name at the moment but that movie is funny as heck it's got chris tucker it's hilarious absolutely hilarious i want to see flying cruises that cruise ship was in space and it was huge and it looked like a cruise and 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 it had this sleeping pod thing where you could where you get into it it's just you and your body and you alone that might make me slightly claustrophobic but you you get in there and they press a button and you go to sleep instantly and then they wake you up <laughs> when it's time to be woken up like I would love to just be put to sleep. I mean, no, no, I can't say that. I don't, I wouldn't say I'd love it. I would be intrigued to see how they just push a button and put you to sleep. Is it, was it something in the air? Did they, did they put something in the air to just like go into your nostrils and into your mouth as you're trying to talk and, and breathe and everything and it knocked you out? Like, man, that was, that was kind of wild. That was kind of wild. Also, I'd love to see needleless injections. Yeah, we're doing a lot of needling nowadays with the COVID vaccine and the flu shot and all this other stuff. And frankly, I'm tired of the needles. Tired of it. Tired of it. You're going to put something, just use some type of thing. I don't know. Somebody create this. It came from Star Trek. Why hasn't it happened yet? Star Trek's been around for years. Okay. It's already well known by a lot of people. Why aren't there any needless injections? No more needles. Back to the Future had power clothing, i.e. self-drying clothing. So your clothes were drying instantly. You know, I want that to happen. I know that there's some type of um, shirt or sweatshirt or something that, that if you spill on it, it does dry i've seen some kind of video but i'm not so sold on it because it's nowhere in the major in the major areas of, of being held like i don't know where you could find these shirts it was like one of those videos at a, at, at a convention and it just seemed it seemed unreal it really did and i think that's part of the problem why people are not inventing certain things or even telling that telling us that things are being invented because we might not believe them because we're skeptical because we're human we don't believe everything we see so fast but when we when things do come out and more people get them as a result of people that like to try things and try new things we find out that okay this does work and i want one and then you gotta worry about trying to get it before it's sold out or before making it because making it becomes impossible I also want self-tying shoes. But then again, I already put on my sneakers without tying the tying those shoelaces every day. They're already tied, so I just slip my foot in all the time. So I guess I don't have to, but if it if on the odd occasion that my shoelaces do come undone because I'm walking or you know, it, after some time it starts to get loose. I want it to, to self-tie again. I don't want to have to bend over and tie my shoe. I want it to be able to self-tie and I'm good. 
That's what I want. That's what I want. But they're already tied. Whether they're on my feet or off my feet, I slip my foot in and out. Right? I think that's what most people do. You just slip your foot in, you slip your foot out. You do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself around. Right? I also want real hoverboards. Not these hoverboards with wheels. Because that's clearly still on the ground. I want to be able to hover over water without using a jetpack. I want to be able to just stand on something and go. It's like, just go. And I'm on, I'm, I'm floating on air. That's what I want. I want to float on air and I want to just be able to glide through things without touching the ground. Is that so hard to ask for? Is that so much? You know, they're making drones and things. So if you can make drones for my feet, for my shoes, that'd be great. Do like a Iron Man thing. You know, I mean, I'm not trying to fly away in an Iron Man suit, even though that'd be pretty rad. But I just want to be able to glide across the floor. Just move with the air. You know? And finally, I would love to see real shrink rays. That's right, real shrink rays. From Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I want to see it. I want to see people shrinking down. Okay? Like in... What's that movie? Besides Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka shrunk a child because he was on TV. <laughs> and he also did a whole lot of other stuff, which is wild. And I'm sure that there are a lot more realistic inventions we could use today that would be more helpful and useful than just giving us the wow factor. But still, some of this tech we've been waiting a long time for. Such a long time. What are some of the technologies that you guys wish were around? I know you guys are thinking about it because everybody's thinking about technology. Everybody's thinking about a new way to invent something or something new to invent for people to go crazy over. And then when they do go crazy over it, it becomes a thing. And then, you know, over some time it becomes obsolete. Like, do people still play with Game Boys anymore? I mean, I still see... I used to see when I would use the train every day, I'd see grown men, teenagers, and young boys all playing on the Nintendo Wii U console. It's all on your hand. So, I mean, yes, there's some tech that has been forgotten. But there's still tech out there that's very much still kicking. It's still being used today. But when I'm talking about these newer technologies that I'm looking for to see around town, it's going to be about the hoverboards and the the shrink rays and the self-drying clothing. There's this one. I mean, it's not... Well... This one I'd like to see that came from Thor Ragnarok. A cup of beer that just kept refilling once it was finished. It just kept refilling, kept refilling, kept refilling. Because, you know, Thor just kept drinking beer and the the cup would just magically refill itself. I know that's borderline the lines of magic. But wouldn't that be grand? Wouldn't that be awesome? I mean, 
I'd have a self-replenishing water bottle. Self-replenishing water bottle. I wouldn't have to go nowhere to get water all the time. I'd finish my water bottle and it fills back up with water by itself. And then I finish that. And that way, it is more likely for me to actually drink eight cups of water a day because I'd always have water in my cup. I'd all, it would just always be there. There would be zero time where my cup would be empty. And the only thing I'd really worry about is how to clean that, how to keep it clean. Was there like if they had like a mechanism on the bottom to turn it off? So, okay, you don't fill it with water right now. I'm gonna clean you at the end of the day, at the end of every day, I clean it or whatever. But still, that'd be amazing. That would be amazing. I'd never go thirsty ever. I would never go thirsty. I'd keep my water bottle handy, and every time I drank water, I'd feel good because it would fill back up, and I'd be like, Yep. Another water bottle done. Check. Also, that would save money on plastic water bottles. There would be less plastic in the world if there was just self-replenishing water bottles. There'd be less plastic. There'd be less pollution. Listen, if you're listening to this, this is mine. Copyright. I'm copywriting it right now. Do not try and steal my idea. Why am I even telling you my idea? Well, it is what it is. Or... Or, because I was thinking of the self-replenishing water bottle, I was also thinking about Willy Wonka, right? And he had that whole full dinner thing in the just the palm of your hand and the chewing gum. Just the chewing gum. Wouldn't that be awesome? Like you just chew some gum and boom, you have a, you have a three-course meal and a few chews. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how, how that would work because if you... Am I eating it in the beginning of the day or am I just eating it for dinner? Like if it's just a, a dinner ch- chewing gum. I mean, he, he had it. He was working on it, right? And he told the girl, he's like, no, don't stop. <laughs> no, stop. Don't. Hey, don't do it. <laughs> but I'm going to say, like, you do it for breakfast. You got, if you, if you have different types of breakfast, like some breakfast you get. Bacon, egg, and cheese in a roll. That's that's it. That's the chewing gum. Bacon, egg, and cheese in a roll. Right? Or, you know, you get pancakes and sausages. You can get waffles and ham slices or something of that effect. So then you got your breakfast one. And then for lunch, you can choose. There's plenty to choose from. You get sandwiches. You could have pizza. You could have Chinese food. You could have... Indian, Mexican, whatever, same thing for dinner. But with dinner, it's a three-course meal. You know what I'm saying? Like, instead of it just being something heavy for lunch so you feel full throughout the day, like full in the middle of the day, you have a three-course meal at dinner. You know, you get your salad or your soup. You get your on- you get your entree. And then, boom, there's a little bit of dessert. I don't want to turn into a big old blueberry like poor little Violet on Willy Wonka. But I'm just saying, that would be... An epic invention to have if you're just chewing gum all day and you're filling your you're filling your belly up. That along with my self replenishing water, I'd be unstoppable. Like I'd be I'd be unstoppable. You know, that'd be amazing. But that would be pretty cool in general to have. Any of those things would be cool to have. 
I'm serious about the flying cruise. That was so cool. Like, regardless of what happened and the fact that the cruise ended up blowing up and they had escape pods, you know, so you could you could escape. If it needed, if there, if, if there were ever a situation you had to get off of that thing, there were pods that were just shooting out. And yet you were still safe in the pod, you know? Unlike Titanic, you ain't have, you ain't have that many boats to, to, to care for all the people that was on board fail <laughs> in in the fifth element it had fly the the pods that just shot out to, to for, for safety i mean the fifth element is a whole different type of beast of of technology but i really enjoyed the fact that you can be on a flying cruise in space and it had a full on theater it was like because I, I went on a Disney cruise last year in January. And being on that cruise and them having a whole... Like, it's, it, was like, it was like sitting in a theater on Broadway. That's how big it was. That's how big it felt, you know? And that was just on the cruise. And we're in water, you know, just floating along. And these people are acting and performing on the cruise ship. They're doing all, everything. Everything that you would see on a stage um, in Broadway, New York, or at your local theater was happening on that cruise ship. So if they could do it on a cruise ship, they could totally do it for a flying cruise. And, and you know, it could be where that blue woman is singing. <laughs> That's probably my favorite part of her whole performance. Besides, besides the fact that you know, homegirl was it was in the rooms kicking butt and dancing and just like shooting people in the face. Well, not people; they were alien, weird looking things. <laughs> Man, technology has come a long way; it really has. But yeah, that's what I'd like to see in the future. I'd like to see some of these things come to life, mostly because it'd be really cool. And second, mostly, because we always create something. There's always something being created to make these things happen. Make them happen, okay? That's what I'd like to see, all right? But yeah, that's the episode. It's all about technology and what should exist. And maybe I'll do an episode of the technology that we didn't need to have, like that should have never been invented, but at at some point those those inventions were made for a reason so i mean it they gave they they had its purpose so i guess it doesn't really make sense to say oh this shouldn't have been invented like if it wasn't invented and someone was gonna think about it anyway so might as well get it over with right <laughs> it was gonna be invented anyway so it it might as well have been done one time and then boom there you go you you learned you lived and you move on. <laughs> but if you liked the episode, please subscribe. I hope you enjoyed another episode of KD Time. I'm on Twitter at KD Time Podcast. I'm on Instagram at KD Time Podcast. I'm on Facebook. I have a whole Facebook page. I have several different platforms. I'm on Spotify, Apple. I'm on Google Podcasts. Anchor is where it's all created. I am on Radio Public. I'm on Good Pods. Like, 
you name it, I'm probably on it. So, if you're listening to this, wherever you're listening to it from, subscribe. And I'll catch you on the next one. Deuces! Thank you.